0: You're tuning in to Give Yourself a Promotion, the podcast that teaches you to build your career in business by giving your life a promotion with a sprinkle of legacy planning. I'm your host, Armani A. Diggs. Let's dive in. Now. Hey there, Legacy Builders! Welcome to season one of Give Yourself a Promotion. If you're new to my audience, I've been pretty busy since our pilot. I now go by Armani Aday, formerly known as Miss Armani F, since marrying my wonderful husband this past fall. But today we have an amazing guest blessing our show today. Her name is Jasmine Gibson, and the found, she's the founder of NCEO. Of Mioco Strategies, a Baltimore, Maryland-based marketing consulting firm serving black women, business owners, and entrepreneurs. Jasmine works with clients in need of social media marketing, business coaching, branding, content creation, email marketing, lead generation, and the list goes on and on. So welcome to the show, Jasmine. Hey. <laughs> it is a pleasure to have you on board and I just wanted to like take some time to kind of like get deep down and dirty about exactly what you do and how you can really, really help influence our listeners and so first take us back to how it all started for you and the OCO strategy and how did you decide to take a leap into entrepreneurship?
1: Yeah, so this is always that question that kind of stumps me. You would think after so many interviews and everything, I would have gotten it down packed. But essentially what happened is I am, I don't know, I'm one of those people that really truly believed in just like a nine to five. Like that was the only vision I had. That's what my parents did. You know, I just, I was just like, I'm going to do the nine to five thing. And so I live in Baltimore and I was commuting to a job in D.C. And so on the road from Baltimore to D.C., it should be 45 minutes to get there. Um, But Mm -hmm. in how everything flows, it takes anywhere between two to four hours a day. Um, That's with trains, too. So it can take anywhere between two two to four hours each way to get to your destination. And so I realized, like, after a period of me just being, like, extremely depressed, um, and I didn't know it at the time that I was depressed, but essentially I started calculating the hours in the day. Like, there are 24 hours, Mm. work eight, you're on the road for six well that leaves you with very little hours like not even enough to replenish or to just debrief from the day so I was 22 I think 23 just really working and working because I had the energy I thought it was going to be sustainable I thought I could do it and then one day um I had a boss who really truly she just like let her color show and I was like, you know, mm-hmm. is this the moment? I had been preparing in my head for like what it could look like to start my own consulting firm. I just had never seen it done before. It wasn't something that was generational for me. Um, it's really like I'm the first, you know. So it was very scary, very nerve wracking. Um, but she did something and I said to myself, like, maybe God is making me so uncomfortable that mm-hmm. I have to go like he knows that I won't go if it's up to me so he's making me uncomfortable and the things that I don't really tolerate disrespect um, racism sexism all those things And so as it happened I was like oh my god and so I submitted my resignation letter and I remember it was May the 18th of 2018 and there the rest has really truly just been a God-given faith and belief journey and I really truly believe that God put me on this path because if it wasn't for him pushing me and him giving me the idea it would literally have never happened for me.
0: Wow. Wow, amazing. I totally understand. Now it's one thing to own your own business but it's a totally different ball game to leave an everlasting impact on the people that you serve. So how has your work with your clients transform your view on business?
1: After working with Black women business owners, I mean, that's, you know, that's our audience. So that's really truly who we only work with, um, unless there's an organization that's predominantly serving them. Really, we only work with Black women business owners. From my standpoint now, my point of view, my perspective, truly wholeheartedly I just want to serve more and more because I mm-hmm. realized that there's a gap and so one of the things that we are definitely shifting for 2020 is that when I look at award winning marketing teams or I look at um you know the best of the best marketing teams there's usually one black woman on that team and mm-hmm. like this she's never the marketer she's always the secretary so That's right I, I just started to say like, no, that's not how this is gonna go for our team. Like if we're gonna do this, we're great at our jobs. We're good. I have the confidence to sell us. So, you know, we are going to show the world exactly what it looks like to have black women that are creative, that have culture, that have drive, that have spunk. Like you're. we're gonna show you what it looks like. And every time, a staff person comes on or a new client comes on they always say to me after watching you I'm more inclined to just serve black women myself that's right and I'm like you guys don't have to adjust your audience you know (laughs) I don't mind at all if you serve other people it's just my direct mission and what my assignment is for this season and this part of my journey is black women business something
0: I love it so let's switch gears a little bit because you talked a little bit about diversifying the pot And it's interesting because according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, it's reported that women only hold about 72.8% of PR jobs. However, only 10% of those roles are held by Blacks, Asians, or Hispanics. Now, you talked briefly about how you built a pretty remarkable team of women who honestly believe in marketing and branding isn't complete without the insight, the strategies, and the expertise from women of color. How have you used this to help build a legacy for the
1: next generation? The entire brand and business blueprint that we have for Miyoko is literally like one hand helps the next. So regardless of, you know, even, I've even had employees that were bad that, you know, we just try to stick with a little bit longer than what mm-hmm. we've done for anyone else. And it's those small decisions that say, keep the opportunity going, keep the chance alive, keep even if they are fired, they can say, well, she gave me a chance so someone else might give me a chance or I've worked with her so that I might open a door for me somewhere else. Um, mm. Really for me, it's making conscious decisions in the business that support Black women. So even down to the way that we write our copy, Right, like we're writing for black women. The mm-hmm. problems that we solve for black women, we're not like other marketing teams. We don't need cutting edge. We don't need groundbreaking. We need time saving, right? That's right the problems That's right. that black women are going through. And so we need to help them solve those issues in their businesses. It's a bonus that I'm able to say, I'm helping other generations. I'm helping other women by mentoring them up in their careers. For the most part, everyone on my team has their own business. So, what they always think to me is that they are able to build their business while learning in mine, which is awesome. Beautiful. That means that, and there was a quote the other day I seen on Twitter um, if it means I won't become a millionaire, so that all 10 of them can become a millionaire i'm good on that like i'm Mm -hmm. really okay on it hopefully they'll swing me back a mil but Mm -hmm. (laughs) you (laughs) i don't make a million but it allows each of them to make a million that's 10 more people that can make a million and 10 more black women so we're already feeding the statistics that say that we although we have the fastest growing businesses you know we actually don't have the highest paying roles and Mm -hmm. we spots and sprouts of that but truly it's not there it's really not there for as many people as we see that are making six figures on social media that is what social media is really showing us that's the perception mm-hmm. but we don't mm-hmm. actually happening in their businesses we don't know if their husband is funding it right we don't know if they had to put out a second mortgage on their home we don't Let's talk
0: about it you know
1: mm-hmm. we don't get to talk about those things on social because social is about pretending that we are just doing it our we're at Miyoko is about not just pretending but showing you that we are doing it we've done it and that's really what my platform and the business focuses on is showcasing what it looks like to help one another up the ladder and also what it means to open access one choice at a time
0: Well, you've said a couple of things that I want to circle back in and talk about. One, you talked about copy, how important copy is. And for those of you who are not aware of what copywriting is, can you elaborate a little bit more about that and how it speaks to what we need in our businesses?
1: yeah so copy is one of those things that everyone knows what it is they just don't know the jargon so Mm -hmm. it's just text so anything that's on your website that is written um, anything that you're sending in your emails anything the captions on social media like any of that stuff is really considered copy And so with copy, which is like what everyone is doing already, most people just aren't strategic about copywriting and Mm -hmm. copywriting should really move people to an action or desired result. So even when you see captions, I know you guys have seen captions on Instagram and people are writing like a long paragraph and like breaking it up into sentences and sentences and you're just scrolling and scrolling and they're still writing that that storytelling is picking people up and bringing them on the journey with you and so a lot of times like I know for myself too I'll say I'm not reading all of that I actually will jot down to the bottom of whatever the caption is and see what's the real what's (laughs) the call to action are you having a sale do you have whatever what is it let me see it you know because then i can move straight to that action but for someone else that might be new to that person's platform or to their channel or whatever the case may be they might want to hear that story they might want to hear how you know under you are under 30 but now you manage Twenty plus rental you know rental units and you have bought an entire block they want to hear those stories they they want you to tell those things and how you've done it why you've done it where you're doing it they want to hear that and so coffee is really about being strategic And I don't think, you know, especially after looking at Black women business owners, I don't think that we put a value on copywriters. That is something that I really think we should start doing is paying attention to what it means to have copywriters on your team. We actually just hired one, but prior to, I was handling all of the copywriting for all of our clients. And one day I just completely tapped out. Mm-hmm. And it brought mm-hmm. it back to me, like, wow, you're tapping out, but you're supposed to be an expert. Come on now, mm-hmm. like, you know, you can't tap out. So with that, I decided to say, all righty, let's hire us a copywriter. And for my 2020 vision, I have us hiring two more copywriters. So really starting to appreciate that we don't just need the marketing expert, we need the marketing expert, the copywriter, the graphic designer, you need that team. Otherwise, as the business owner, you're definitely going to spread yourself too thin trying to do 101 different things.
0: Oh, absolutely. One of the, one of the biggest things that I know we see, especially as, as entrepreneurship starts to trend, is that everyone thinks that their owner, founder, and a CEO, and there is a, a huge differentiation between all three uh, calibers of what exactly that is. And yeah. one of the things that you talked about is when you schedule and plan your business for success, you have to know when it's time to outsource those resources, which is what you've done by saying, you know what, I need to hire two more people to copy away from my business because now I'm stretching myself thin. You talked a little bit about, you know, as you started on this journey, you saw a need for um, marketing in the industry, specifically for Black women. However, you also talked about, but didn't say just per se, the use of subcontracting. What you see is a lot of people that start out in the industry, everyone wants to be a business owner, everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. However, the element of subcontracting for another agency is what helps bring clients as well. So talk about how you, Um, help other business owners that work for you use your platform to leverage other opportunities and clients for their businesses
1: yeah so you know for me because i built my brand a specific way and because i actually started in politics I had a big network already um and so while i didn't have like the social media large following proof i did have social proof within Baltimore and within my network mm-hmm. so that social proof really opened every door for me you know since and because of that i was able to bring our staff team in even if they were subcontractors I was able to bring them in and say listen we have all of these different clients I'm willing to pay you for a certain amount of hours if you deliver a certain result and this is what we're going to do with it and that has been like astronomical and like the Mm. fact that I'm able to grow and so right now we have a team of what five we have a team of five plus myself so six so we have a team of six of us we always start people out as interns first see if they Mm -hmm. can work with our team and work well understand the demands right because regardless of how we look at this even though i've had so you know a lot of experience such a a journey for me the business itself has only been open for a year and a half. So we're still in that Mm -hmm. startup early stage and we're growing Mm -hmm. very rapidly. So I still have to be mindful that I'm bringing people in and I wanna make sure that not just that they're good individually, I wanna make sure cohesively that we can build this thing together. I'm not here to just make sure that you're great at graphic design. I want you to be great at graphic design and know how to work a team, uh, work with a team and how to run your own team. And so I've been practicing those things internally because that is leadership and, you know, coaching is something that was always privy to my heart. So it's something I always knew that I could do and wanted to do if I was given the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is really where it all started to come together. I know specifically an example is we have a graphic design contractor um, and she was getting a little bit, we had a lot of clients come on at one time. So I was like, you know what, maybe we'll hire you another contractor and you can manage this contractor. And let's see what it looks like with you managing the contractor. And that's gonna help her because when she grows her business to a specific space, she'll be able to say, well I know how to work this you know Jasmine, let me manage other people and maybe you know she's very young maybe she had never had experience managing others. The opportunity is there once we just start opening the door and allowing people opportunities. So subcontracting for me has been literally the bread and butter. Mm-hmm. It's people we put under me and let me just be clear subcontracting to people with teams is even better because mm-hmm. if I subcontract to you Marnie, and you have five people on your team and I have five on mine honey we have a 10 person team hello <laughs> we are about to make this thing work okay we shouldn't that's have any hiccups we should be killing the game and that's so, what you
0: call a well-oiled machine okay and so that's
1: what I pride myself on is making sure that we are that well-oiled machine and that we are mm. just constantly looking out for each other throughout the journey.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Jaz, but I can definitely say that you have definitely gave yourself a promotion. And If you could give our listeners a bit of advice that has helped you in your journey in business so far, what would that be?
1: Don't believe that we compete with each other as Black women. Mm there are I can give you so many tips that someone else is probably going to say right definitely pay your employees on time the journey is hard (laughs) like I can tell you all of those different things that someone else is probably telling you that what they're not telling you is that I'm in the field I see this every single day we are not competing with each other We are looking for ways to be confident in collaborating. And what that means is that I've met so many women that because our team is all Black, they've let their guard down. And Mm -hmm. that's what we want. I want you to let your guard down so that we can fully do this thing. I don't want you to come to us with egos. I don't want you to come to us with needing all these major results that you don't even care about. I want to get to the heart of what you care about and what you want to do. And that for me is really important and i really think there's a narrative that says that we compete with each other and we don't
0: Mm -hmm. that's right that's right well i just want to thank you so so much for joining the show today it has been an absolute pleasure so tell them, give a, give yourself a promotion audience. Where can they find out more about your services that you provide, including your social media handles, and how can they partner with you?
1: Yes. Hey, family. Um, so <laughs> you can always connect with me. I personally am on Instagram. I sometimes dabble in Facebook and Twitter, very rarely, though. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at StrategistJazz. and that's J A S. So if you connect with me on there, um, anyone will tell you, for the most part, all of my followers I've met one time or another in person. We, I know a bunch of people and I've, I really do pride myself on having a community and connecting with you. And if you are interested in learning more about our services or partnering up with our podcast team, definitely go ahead and visit us at www.miocoa.com and we will be more than happy to have you. We have a comment box if you want to drop us something that you don't see on the site. We also have everything that you need to see, the services and all of that, right then and there and you can see how you can work with us or at least partner with us.
0: There you have it, Legacy Builders. Thank you so much again. And of course, of course, until next time, wishing you all a prosperous new year in 2020. See you later.